Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us once again, Stephanie Taylor, Executive Director of the Alzheimer's Alliance of Smith County. Always great to have you with us, Stephanie, and today is no exception. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you for having me. Good morning. You bet, as always. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Uh, Stephanie, I've lost track of how many times we've done shows with you and different people who have been representing the Alzheimer's Alliance. I'm pleased to uh, say that we, I would say we have a pretty good track record of helping you get the word out about who you are and what you do. So a lot of the material we'll discuss today is going to be familiar to folks who have been listening to us for a good while, but there's some new information information um, that we need to share and we need to talk about COVID-19 and how it's affected your operations as well. In just a little bit, we'll talk a little bit about uh, exactly what the Alzheimer's Alliance does and uh, how maybe it's different from some other familiar Alzheimer's organizations but how you all work together. But uh, let's start off just by talking about Alzheimer's versus dementia. Um, you deal with all different kinds of dementia, but Alzheimer's is the most common form of dementia, I understand? That's correct. So this is the most common question that we get um, when people call the office. What's the difference between Alzheimer's and dementia? Um, and you just said it, John, that Alzheimer's is the most common form of dementia, but there are many other types of dementia that impact our local community right here. Um, some that you may or may not have heard of, Lewy body dementia. Uh, vascular dementia, Benzwanger's dementia. Um, so there's a lot of different dementias. So even though our name is Alzheimer's Alliance of Smith County, um, we will help and create care plans and provide support services for any type of dementia. Alrighty, and Alzheimer's, the sixth leading cause of death in the U.S. and the only one that is rising rapidly. That's um, a little bit jarring, to be honest about it. I know. Um, so, you know, we saw a reduction in heart disease decrease by 11 percent, while death from Alzheimer's increased by 123 percent. So it's really the only one that, that we're not seeing a decrease in, um, in those top causes of death. And so those are some really grim statistics. And so what the Alzheimer's Alliance wants to do is really be a beacon of hope in this community. Um, it's a devastating illness. It's a difficult disease process. Um, and, and more and more people and families are impacted by that disease. And so we just want to make sure that we are hope and help and support and can give people who are living with this illness um, an amazing quality of life right here in East Texas. Let's define dementia. Most of us have a pretty good idea what that is, but there continue to be a lot of questions and some misperceptions out there. So if you can kind of encapsulate that for us, exactly what dementia in general involves. Yeah, so dementia is really a description of symptoms um, that might include confusion, um, delusions, memory loss. And so if you, um, and the, the best example I've ever heard was if you go to the doctor and you say, I'm experiencing shortness of breath, the doctor might diagnose you with asthma. So if you go to the doctor and you're experiencing dementia type symptoms like confusion or memory loss or delusions or 
uh, suicidal ideations, any of those items, then the doctor may diagnose you with a form of dementia, the most common being Alzheimer's. Okay, and the incidence of Alzheimer's and related dementias, as you tell us, is increasing rapidly. So everybody in East Texas, you tell us, needs to be aware of the disease. Help reduce stigma. That word stigma, it shows up in the mental health field. It shows up in uh, dementia one of those things that people don't really a lot of times want to talk about or admit that they have, and you're really about uh, reducing or completely eliminating that stigma if possible. Absolutely. We have um, a great member of our board, Don Kent, who was uh, diagnosed several years ago with Lewy body dementia. I've heard about this. And, you know, Don says in all of his speaking engagements and to us when we have board meetings that the number one thing is when he told his um, acquaintances that he had dementia, they began talking to him differently or not even talking to him at all. They mm. would direct their comments to his wife and he's still a functioning adult and and he says, I'm not dying with dementia, I'm living with dementia. And that's uh -huh. what we really want to encourage here um, in East Texas is how can we create a community of people that embrace um, the different types of dementia and that it and we do reduce that stigma so that people who are living with it can actually live with it and still be um, have a great wonderful quality of life talking to Stephanie Taylor this morning on in focus I'm John Sims Stephanie's the executive director of the Alzheimer's Alliance of Smith County let's get some quick contact information out www.allsalliance.org is the website and in the fairly near future I understand that website's going to be updated and made even more user-friendly yeah, than excited. it already is and it's not bad now but <laughs> yeah we're excited about that hopefully by the end of march you'll see a brand new allsalliance.org all righty number is 903-509-8323 you're located at 211 winchester drive and i understand that may be ending fairly soon that's something else we'll talk about later in the show as far as your location you have facebook twitter pinterest and youtube facebook and youtube being your primary forms of social media and uh, if you go to that website allsalliance.org it's easy to make online contact via email or by using the contact form. Uh, Dementia-friendly Tyler, this is a recognition that I understand you received on a nationwide level not too long ago? We did. Um, Dementia-friendly Tyler, we received recognition um, about a year or so ago. Of course, um, we had a lot of publicity and got the word out, but then, of course, when COVID hit, that kind of, um, our efforts there were a little bit postponed. Um, but really, this goes back to embracing those people in our community who are living with this disease and helping them have a better quality of life. So we partnered with the uh, Tyler Chamber of Commerce. We have a senior resource committee that's been spearheading these efforts. And the whole idea is that people who are living with dementia can still um, go to their um, place of worship and they can still eat at restaurants and they can still um, be consumers at businesses. And so we want to provide um, our entire business community really that understanding of how to better serve people who are living with dementia and how to continue to include them 
in um, in their daily activities. I heard a story uh, about a man here locally who quit going to church once he was diagnosed with dementia because he couldn't remember anyone's name in his Sunday school class. So a great example of dementia-friendly worship would be that that Sunday school class begins to wear name tags. That's something so uh-huh. simple, right? That, sure. And so that man can continue going to church each Sunday and not have to remember the names of the people in his Sunday school class class because everybody's wearing a name tag. I'll be darned. Uh, <laughs> what often seem like insurmountable problems have sometimes very simple solutions. They do. Uh, the Alzheimer's Alliance of Smith County has been addressing the need for Alzheimer's and dementia support within Smith County for the past 39 years. Started as a single support group in 1982. And where have you gone from there? <laughs> well, now we have about... Um, 10 support groups um, inside of Smith County. We provide case management, counseling. You know, we're really become a multifaceted organization that serves thousands of families. And our purpose is to provide that life-changing support to people living with dementia and their caregivers, families, and friends. Um, We are the only resource in Smith County that provides the services that we do. Uh, uh, Something that we hit, uh, I guess, pretty much every time we meet up with you on this program and focus, uh, Alzheimer's Association, an organization that that's not you, but you do work with them and kind of complement one another, as I understand it. We do. So we are completely separate organizations. And so any of the funds the Alzheimer's Alliance raises here, 100% of those funds stay with the Alzheimer's Alliance. Uh-huh. Um, the association is a national organization. They do, uh, their vision is a world without Alzheimer's. And so, you know, they do a great job of research, which we do not participate in, research, evoca- education, advocacy on a national level. Um, and so we hope that someday that organization can achieve a world without Alzheimer's. Um, but until then, we're going to provide those local services to those living with the disease. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alzheimer's and I guess the other forms of dementia typically strike the older population, but not exclusively. I've heard a lot about early stage Alzheimer's, too. Yes. I mean, we've we've seen more and more people that have been diagnosed earlier in life age is a risk factor it's one of your biggest mm-hmm. risk factors right and and just with other uh disease processes as well age increases your risk and so yes but um more recently we're seeing more and more people diagnosed early and in our hispanic community um people of of hispanic origin they are likely to be diagnosed 10 years earlier Ooh. Um, so very young there. Mm-hmm. Visiting with Stephanie Taylor of the Alzheimer's Alliance of Smith County. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Uh, quickly again, www.allsalliance.org is the website. You can get lots of information there, and uh, we're going to see an upgrade in that pretty soon. So keep your eyes peeled for it. 903-509-8323 is the phone number. We'll talk about your evolving location just in a few more <laughs> minutes. Warning signs of Alzheimer's. This is where we get into who should get a memory screening, uh, what is involved, and how do you handle that at the Alzheimer's Alliance? Yes. So we get a lot of questions about, I misplaced my keys. It must be um, Alzheimer's, or I must be losing my mind, you know, things of that nature. Um, Misplacing your keys, I do it all the time, um, is not a sign of of Alzheimer's or related dementias. Um, 
when you forget things that impact your daily life. So if you don't know what your keys are for, then you probably um, need to get a memory screening. Or if you can't remember your way home from work and you uh -huh. get lost, something that, that really you should know, but you can't. Um, that those would be signs, warning signs of Alzheimer's disease. Um, and so we really encourage memory screenings for anyone at any age. So you can do a memory screening. It takes about 20 minutes and you can do a benchmark and the next year or next two years, you could come in and do another one and just see how you continue to score as you age, just like you would your blood pressure, your cholesterol. Mm -hmm. You know, we want people to make it a, a normal um, part of their um, health routine. Okay, and you do that just by picking up that phone and making that call, 903-509-8323, uh, or you get on the website and shoot an email and get yep. something set up like that. It's yep. as simple as pie. Very right? easy. You bet. Uh, now, you have a partnership with UT Tyler and what you call MARC, which stands for Memory Assessment and Research Center. That, this is something you created several years back. Pretty sure we've talked about this on uh, the air in the past, but let's get a, a, anything you have in the way of a recap and an update on that project. Yeah. Sure. The Memory Assessment and Research Center um, is a great community resource. It was set up by some generous donors um, as a formal partnership between the Alliance and UT Tyler Psychology Department. And so if you come to our office and do a memory screening or you do one out in the community, if you don't score well on that uh, memory screening, you might be referred to the Memory Assessment and Research Center. And what they do is they'll do a full diagnostic assessment. Now, this takes almost all day, which is a, a difficult, you know, um, testing, but it would really tell you, especially if you're experiencing some of those symptoms, um, what is going on. And often they would refer you from there to a neurologist or back to your primary care physician for um, further medical. So this is a cognitive assessment that could tell you if you're having a mild cognitive impairment or if you do in fact have some form of dementia. Okay then. Purpose of the Alliance. Talked about this um, a few minutes ago. We're going to get into it a little bit more deeply now and kind of segue into some of the specific programs you offer. Now, you tell us the Alzheimer's Alliance is a local, independent, nonprofit dedicated to providing life-changing support to persons living with dementia and their caregivers. And you want every day to be the best possible day for people living with dementia and their caregivers. Want to make sure everybody in the community has someone to walk alongside them during this difficult journey. And I guess the first topic that we take up under that general heading is life-changing support. You have several programs that we want to talk about today, beginning with Project Lifesaver. I understand that's begun to grow quite a bit. Absolutely. So we've had Project Lifesaver for many years um, in the community, and that's a partnership between the Alliance and the Smith County Sheriff's Office. Um, but in the fall, um, we were able to secure some uh, grants and donations to equip all of our first responders in the community. So Sheriff's Office, White House PD, uh, Buller PD, Lindell PD, Tyler PD, all participated. We were able to equip them with brand new 
um, equipment. And um, we were able to purchase brand new bracelets, and I'll kind of talk about how that works. Um, and we were able to recertify all of our police departments and our sheriff's office on the program. You have to be recertified every, every few years. Um, so we did all of that in November. Um, and how this works, Project Lifesaver is a program for people who are living with dementia who may wander away from home. Mm -hmm. And this happens really frequently. About 70% of people who are living with some form of dementia will wander away. Yeah, there's a, they, they, they'll often issue what are known as silver alerts. We've had to run way too many of those on the radio. And yep. hopefully with uh, this project, we can cut that uh number back and maybe are already doing so yeah and so the um the person who's living with dementia wears a bracelet and the bracelet has um, a frequency in it and so it works off radio transmission and the reason we use radio transmission as opposed to gps or cell phones is because it works under water and in tunnels you know you think about your cell phone service and how frequently that goes in and out we don't want that to happen so we use tried and true radio transmission and um, the caregiver if the person does wander away the caregiver simply calls 911 and now all of our local PD is trained on how to respond and um, they actually had one just about a month or so ago mm -hmm. and they found him using the equipment within 35 minutes Wow so it works and we're so excited um, that we can offer this program here and have the upgraded equipment we have um, there is a cost to the bracelets for the family, but the Alliance is able to provide a full scholarship for those. So anyone that feels like their loved one may wander away should get a bracelet. It just gives such peace of mind. I am quite sure that it does. There's no telling how many people you found, how many lives have been saved under Project Lifesaver. Um, Stephanie Taylor with the Alzheimer's Alliance of Smith County is our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Check www.allsalliance.org for more information. They have several options for social media. Um, 903-509-8323 is the phone number, and the contact information is all right there on the website beyond the actual phone number. So make sure you check that out. Case management, counseling, education, specialized care planning, all of the above. You got all it at the Alzheimer's the Alliance. We have two social workers on staff. One is our director of education. And so she um, really works with um, family caregivers to educate them on caregiving strategies that just make things um, easier sometimes in such a difficult situation um, she works with our physicians she works with nurses she her goal is really to educate everyone in our community who is uh, dealing or may deal with someone who's living with dementia so that again they can provide excellent quality of care um, it's very difficult for someone who's living with dementia to go into a hospital setting that's very different from what they might be used to or, or especially the emergency room. Um, and so those trainings are really important. And she is our subject matter expert on all things dementia. Her name's Luann Harms. Uh -huh. uh, we have another social worker on staff that does case management. So really just sitting down with every family and, and kind of mapping out a plan. And where do we go from here? And what do we need to think about? And then we also have a counselor on staff. You know, caregivers have an increased... Um, 
rate of depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so um, we want to make those uh, counseling services available to our caregivers that are going through such a tough time. And you have respite care. That's when caregivers get a little bit of time off from taking care of that family member and they can just kind of get away from it all for a little while. Yeah, whatever they want to do. You know, we we those of us who are not currently caring for someone um, who's living with dementia, you know, we take going to the grocery store, uh, getting a haircut, going to the doctor's appointment for ourselves, all of those things uh, a caregiver may not be able to do. And so um, we provide respite care scholarships, um, both in their home or in a memory care community here locally. And that really just allows them the time to get out and and continue to have a good quality of life that they deserve as well. Very good. Talking to Stephanie Taylor with the Alzheimer's Alliance of Smith County, I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. And uh, in a minute here, we're going to get into some of the things that you're having to do with regard to COVID-19. And we'll start this segment of it off by talking about terrific Tuesday and Thursday Day Club, that program serves a very special purpose as well. It does. So that program is twofold. It provides that respite care that we just talked about each week. Um, and then it also gives a place for the person uh, living with dementia with a moderate um place in their disease process to come and socialize and network and have cognitive stimulation and sing and dance. We do art therapy, music therapy. So it really supports both the caregiver and the person living with dementia. Um, Due to COVID, of course, you know, it's a very vulnerable population and we have not had been able to have our in-person terrific Tuesday and Thursday day club for almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been really difficult for everyone that the Alliance serves. Um, but I will say we have done Zoom Day Club. <laughs> and um, last week, we actually Zoomed with another group similar to ours in Scotland. Wow. And um, so we all got on Zoom and um, they were over in Scotland. We're here in Tyler, Texas, and we did um, everything 1960s. So we listened to Ah. 1960 music. We looked at 1960 fashion movies. Um, So we've gotten really creative on how we can continue to connect with our day club participants um, and their caregivers. We've done home visits and day club parades and we've driven by their house and dropped off goodies. Um, So, but I will say we're really excited. We're going to have two person, two in-person events in April at Marvin Methodist Church, which is where we used to host a club when we were in person. Uh Um, They'll be shortened in length and there'll be COVID and safety protocols in place um, and registration is required, but we're excited to um, finally be able to get together. And um, again, those will be small groups, socially distanced in a very big room, but um, it's just so important to um, be able to support both the caregiver and the person living with dementia, especially during times of isolation and and quarantine. Okay, I'm seeing April 13th and the 27th, and each week in May you're going to be doing this at Marvin United Methodist Church. And on the on the topic, just speaking.
speaking generally, uh, I guess it goes without saying that the Alzheimer's Alliance practices all the requisite social distancing, masking, just different kinds of protocols we've been hearing about for about a year now on a day-in, day-out basis with the memory screenings, with everything you do. You take uh, really good care, I'm sure, to see that all that is uh, taken care of. Absolutely, we do. Um, So we try to limit our in-person um appointments in our office um we all wear masks we um clean our office so we follow all the office safety protocols um we try to do anything we can virtually we've had virtual support groups we've done memory screenings over the phone Uh Um, that is something we can do and so we want to make sure that our staff is healthy so we can continue to serve and that our community is healthy as well Mm -hmm. stephanie taylor alzheimer's alliance of smith county our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims uh, a few minutes left in the show and you have some upcoming events there's one right at the end of march and then we move on into may and uh starting with march 30th this is the law school lunch fundamental pieces of estate planning the first christian church masks required social distancing yes <laughs> all of those things so we're partnering with uh ross and Schulmeyer, elder law attorneys here in tyler and one of the biggest things when families come in and meet with our social worker often one of the first things that has to happen is a referral to an elder law attorney. Um, You know, there's a lot of decisions legally and estate planning wise that need to be made. So the fact that we can do these uh, more public lunches so that anyone can learn about um, the the different areas that they should think about as far as estate planning and long-term care. So this is a series of three Um, throughout 2021. So our first one is March 30th. The topic is fundamental pieces of estate planning. Um, It's always important to plan ahead. And we are going to host at First Christian Church. We have a large space. Masks are required. Lunch will be served. Okay, very good. Coming up May 19th, briefly here, we have a few minutes left in the show, but still some topics we want to hit. Tell us quickly about the TJC certificate program. So we've We have a partnership with TJC. Uh, It's a dementia care certificate. You actually get a certificate in continuing education from TJC. And um, we have been doing these virtually, and it's May 19th, and it is fantastic. Um, I mentioned Don Kent earlier, and Uh he actually serves as a speaker for that. So a great program. All right. Caregiver Conference uh, a week later, May 26th. This will be done in person and online from the Rose Garden Center. Yes. So we're hosting uh, three great speakers. Um, One is a doctor out of UTMB, Galveston. Um, He's going to talk about the latest in research. We're going to talk about paying for long-term care and caregiver support strategies. Um, We will be at half capacity, um, so 150 people in person so that we can spread out. And then we are also going to offer an online option. Um, three continuing education credits for healthcare workers. So this mm-hmm. is a great opportunity for them to come and uh, learn the latest in research and caregiver support and get their continuing education credits. Excellent. And we've uh, hinted at this a couple of times earlier in the show. 211 Winchester Drive uh, probably will not be your address for too much longer. <laughs> what are you doing in the way of moving into an expanded space where you can do even more of what you're already doing? Yeah, so the alliance, the the need, um, as we said, you know, Alzheimer's and related dementias are growing. The need for our services is growing. And so we have um, been on a two-year journey to find a home for the alliance. Ah. Uh, 
And so we are hoping that we will have a brand new home that we can offer expanded services, um, a bigger facility, and hopefully we'll be um, moved in by 2021. So by the end of 2021. Okay. So stay tuned for exciting news. All righty. And people can get involved in a couple of ways. Monthly giving, $40 per month. We'll provide a scholarship for someone to attend your day club program or receive counseling services. We can go on down the line or people can give maybe just a one-time only donation. You can always use financial help and there's a donation tab, I believe, on the website. There is. Okay. And volunteers. You're always looking for people to volunteer. What kind of things are they going to be maybe doing as volunteers yeah. besides i think we mentioned the uh, um the uh, terrific tuesday and thursday day club yeah we always need volunteers for our day club but um because we expanded our project lifesaver program that's a great volunteer opportunity ah. it can be done on your own time and basically um you're going out to someone's home you're changing the batteries in their um bracelet and really just doing that um face-to-face -face kind of check with them making sure that everything is well making sure that they um, are still safe in their home and, and really giving them that connection that they need. Mm -hmm. Speaking of volunteers, I think we wanted to give a little bit of a shout out to the Junior League of Tyler. They've been really involved as volunteers. They probably set a really good template for what kinds of volunteers you're looking for. They do. Um, they have provided us volunteers and funding for our day club uh, for many years. So we have a Junior League volunteer that is a Project Lifesaver volunteer. We have someone who comes to our office and volunteers. We have someone in day club so we really have some great opportunities um, to give back to the community all right uh, uh, a lot going on with the alzheimer's alliance a lot coming up and it sounds like you've done a real good job of uh, facing off against uh, the covid 19 situation and um, working around that as best you can to where you're actually uh, growing instead of being thrown for a loop yes. or anything of that nature so uh, we're just about to wrap up the show. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go over a few things here, Stephanie, with your permission. www.allsalliance.org is probably the best way to get information, except for this wonderful show, of course. 903 <laughs> um, 503 and at least for the time being, 211 Winchester Drive in Tyler, uh, in South Tyler, just inside the loop. And that's going to change probably in the next few months. But um, so much to be aware of. Um, local independent nonprofit dedicated to providing, as you say, life-changing support to persons living with dementia and their caregivers. Stephanie Taylor, Executive Director of the Alzheimer's Alliance of Smith County, our guest this morning on In Focus. Stephanie, as always, thanks for dropping in and getting us up to speed on what you're doing. Thank you for having me. Once again, Stephanie Taylor of the Alzheimer's Alliance of Smith County, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. And as always, we will see you again next week on In Focus.